He's ridden into this parked car at high speed. He's gone. He's 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 smacked into it. He's totaled his bike. He's unconscious. Oh. But then he sort of comes to a bit. Kip. Oh, we can laugh again. They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Wade. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. Well, this is shitting with the door opened. Uh, I am Harley Brain. That is Wade Duffin, and we have another guest in the shed. Hooray! Yeah. <laughs> Loving the shed. Yeah, yeah. Loving it. Uh, Chris, I don't even know your last name. Chris Johnston. Chris Johnston. Thank yeah, I did, you. I did say that. You told me. I a little I bit of professional. That you were going to pick I'll, it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, is my job. Uh, and you're a journalist. Yeah, journalist. Yeah, former um, former journo with the Age. Right. Um, t- did twenty years there actually. Twenty years. Yeah. On I'm the front a, lines. On the front lines, and uh, left uh, left last year. Wrote a book, and um, now I'm working at Monash Uni. Yeah, right. Yeah, and is this because of the change in the media landscape? Yeah. So, look, my my, my wife uh, works there, worked there as well, and we, you know, there were lots of opportunities to leave over the years and get paid out, and we sort of held out. Yeah. Um, and then um, put our hands up last year and um, got ourselves a new kitchen. <laughs> Thanks for the age. Yeah. So you worked there with your wife. Yes, yes. We wow. both worked there twenty years. We met there. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm fifty. She's like forty seven. Yeah. Ish. <laughs> um, our kids are um, about two boys, sixteen and fourteen. Great. Oh, so, troublesome Pete. Yeah. So we met there, and um, and then. Um, not long after that, got married, and then not long after that, Had started some... popping them out. Yeah. How, like, were you guys working close together? Were we in did, the same we did at times, yeah. She's a photographer, so yeah. um, we actually met um, on the job, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> he's, hit, he's hit the level we like here. <laughs> Let's keep it clean, Chris. <laughs> we run a clean show here. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you've heard, but sucking dig is not parenting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fine. We don't judge. Well, you know, one thing leads to another. And, <laughs> and this, is a, this is a podcast about children, so that's what basically happened. <laughs> there you go. Very good. So, um, interesting ages. I, I can even remember being a 16 and a 14-year-old. Not at the same time. That wouldn't mm. work. But it was uh, a challenging time for me emotionally. Are mm. you boys um, uh, struggling with the rising uh, hormones cursing through their veins? Yeah, it's interesting. Like, um, most of my mates have girls. Yeah. Roughly the same age. Um we're sort of the lone rangers with the boys, although there's quite a few boys in the in the family, but they're a lot younger. Um, and yeah, boys and girls when they hit adolescence, it's um, it's a massive change. It happens really early for the girls. Like my mates who have girls are just you know, I mean, it's like at twelve or something. Yes, yeah. Things start to change, whereas for the boys, I think it's you know a year or two later. But it is a little bit later, yeah. Yeah, but um, you look exhausted, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> really, it's kind of like you know what? It's kind of um, when you got little kids, you're sort of up pretty early. You can be up, you know, during the night and stuff. That's not that doesn't happen anymore. They're yeah. sleeping in there. Getting out of bed at eight to get to school at eight thirty. But I imagine the emotional yeah. stress is a bit higher. Yeah, so the physical sort of load is just gone. Yeah, like there's no except driving them around. 
Yeah. Um, there's no. There's no sort of. When there's no do physical stress when do you get your license in this country? Twenty nine, um, I say. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty got his. <laughs> well, Tom's learning to drive at the moment. He's on his. Um, he, he's doing his P's. Yeah. Um, being a sixteen-year-old. Oh wow! Um, Does that worry you at all? Like a sixteen-year-old boy, like on the road. I've driven with him. Um, his mum's doing the hard yards with that, mainly because she's got a better car than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like we went out the other night just for dinner, and he drove and stuff, and yeah. he's driven down down the beach and down to Phillip Island and stuff like that. I would like be that. worried, not so much uh, when I was in the car with them, when I wasn't with them, when there was no like parental guidance, yes. when there wasn't that supervision to go like, oh, the old man's not here or mum's not here. Like this fucking. Yeah. Well, you know, fast-moving cars and testosterone has always been a recipe for... Highs, I don't want to freak out here, but know, disaster. like highest fatality rates on the road? Like yes. 18 to 24-year-old yeah, yeah. boys? Yeah. yeah. It's, look, boys, really. It's, mm. it's confronting at first, but it's just one of those stages you go through, isn't it? Like when they get up and walk or when yeah. they start riding their bike or walking You've to school or catching go. the bus, whatever. It's going to let them go a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, evolutionary, but it's kind of... It's pretty confronting because it came around pretty quick. Yeah. You know, um, but he's doing all right. He's not too hoony. So. <laughs> what, what car is he learning to drive in? He's learning to drive in his mum's um, Skoda Octavia. Oh, you can't oh. be a hoony. <laughs> 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 it's, it's better than my Mitsubishi Nimbus, let me right. tell you. That is all I'd have my two. teenage boy in is a Nimbus. I'm like, there you go, mate. See if you can pick up in that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's a little bit like looking into the future. Um, it's why both of us were keen to have you on, and especially myself because I've got two young boys, and you you are that far ahead of me. Mm. Um, what was the what's been the hardest change in the sixteen years as a parent? The hardest help sing- me the hard <laughs> the hardest single change. Um, well, primary school is basically. A Bit of a breeze, yeah. to be honest. I think transition from primary school to high school is pretty interesting. Um, some kids just sail through it. Some have, some have problems going from the small pond to the to the, to big, the big pond. pond. They yep. can feel anonymous and and all that stuff. Um, that was yeah, that wasn't easy for them, but yeah, they're doing yeah. all right. And now that now that Tommy's sixteen, he's in year eleven now, so he's stepping into the whole VCE sure. vibe, ah, which yeah. is um, and he's not. You know, he's not a genius. He's <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, <laughs> if you're listening, to Tommy, you're not a genius. But he, no, he, he he does what he has to do, and but it's not his favourite thing to do. So it's yeah. just like yeah. just keeping him focused is is um is kind of hard, and and um and just that that sort of teenage thing, like the younger boy, the fourteen year old's a skater, right? So um he's kind of oblivious to anything except skateboarding really right yeah um same as my seven-year-old yeah hang out yeah (laughs) so um but the older boy tommy it's kind of like he's out and about a lot he you know he's he, he loves to party with his friends um actually we had a pretty cool time over summer we have a place down the coast and um he invited... Um, that payout was good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Might go get a job at the age. He invited 12 of his closest friends down to stay. Yes. Wow. Luckily, it's a, pretty, yeah, it's a big big old house at Ocean Grove. Great. And they were there for two or three days. And, um, 
you know, they were all, you know, boys and girls and um, just just mates. I don't think there were any couples, although there might have been by the time they left. <laughs> and, Maybe a few little ones. <laughs> and, you know, there's a sort of a back room with bunks and stuff, classic beach house. We just chucked them all, all in there and... You know, we had to put a few rules down around booze and, um, you know, you can't stop them. So it was kind of like, you can drink here, but don't drink at the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just don't be dickheads. Um, um, You know, we we, we, we can have a barbecue and we can have a few drinks. But they sort of, yeah, they partied one night and um, they they, they all sort of had a few drinks and and, um, three of them had guitars, so they were singing Simon and Garfunkel and stuff. (laughs) Got the Skoda Octavia out. <laughs> they got Simon and Garfunkel cranking on the back. Yeah. Oh, they know how to party. They know how to party. You don't have to worry about your kids at all. It was a pretty good party. Yeah. I, was, I was sort of keeping away from it, but it sounded pretty good. But earlier in the day, two of them who can actually play their guitars, um, I think they ran out of beer. And um, they said, um, oh, Chris, can you just drive us down to the Ocean Grove you know, supermarket where the sort of shopping mall sort of joint we're going to go busking <laughs> oh, oh yeah okay drove them down they came back they got 50 bucks went straight in bought a slab came back. I'm like I, don't, I didn't know whether to be shocked or amazed you know? I was kind of like proud but also it was like okay you're sort of just only just 16 what do we do about this yeah I guess just drink it but stay here well, see I, I was drinking at that age you were drinking at I that age I was drinking at 15 yeah, yeah. 14, 15. I started at 14 I certainly didn't do it around my parents though but I had a very different upbringing to what your boys had my dad was the, the reverend at the Methodist church so no one drank there regardless of age Right. I read like an interesting article the other day that said teenagers now are drinking and taking drugs a lot less than less a lot less yeah we saw that we, we showed that to Tom and he said yeah bullshit <laughs> 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 Not his friends. <laughs> they're busking for their joints. <laughs> you know what? They're not out of control, but they um, they know how to have a good time. And um, and there's been a couple of times where you know I've had to go pick them up, and there's been you know people carked out on nature strips and stuff. Tom's mates, yeah, um, who you know may or may not have been telling their parents what was going on. But it's like, yeah, okay, get in the car. Just don't spew in the car and I'll get you home. You Not know? in the Nimbus. Yeah. Take it easy, mate. Just take it easy. <laughs> but so you... are, there, are there other kids that are at your holiday house? Do their parents know what's going on? Yeah. So, you know, we sort of, when the parties started happening in sort of, I guess, late year nine, year 10, there was a kind of a mystery around them. So it's like... Um, what do we do? Do we talk to the other parents or do we yeah. you know, call them and say, you know, Tom's coming to yours on Friday, what's going on? Yeah. At first we, you know, we did do that. Um, and um, over the summer when they all came down to ours, we, we, um, we actually contacted them all. Yeah, and said, look, um, this is happening. Yeah. There will just, be some booze there. Yeah. A little bit of heroin. <laughs> There's some strippers, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Someone's know. losing a kidney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just so you're fully aware, may or may not be your kid. Busking right. for slabs. Yeah. Yeah. Busking for slabs. It's busking for slabs, 2018. It's like most buskers, I mean, do all buskers make enough for a slab in a couple of hours? Oh, yeah. No, the boys did oh, well. Yeah. The good ones, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's an Aussie busker um, who goes over to the UK uh, each season, summer season, and he makes enough money on the street over there to come back and buy an average-priced house. Right. Really? Yeah. Right. He's the number one busker in the world, but he absolutely kills it. Is he just 
playing guitar and singing. He's just very good at the pitch at the end. Yeah, yeah that's all right. it is. No, he's, a, he's you know he's up on I don't know stilts or doing backflips or juggling fire. But he's got that kind sweet, of sweet pitch. Yep, gets I that money it. out of their hands at the end. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Great. No, I was kind of impressed, but it's kind of like I don't know. Our attitude is you sort of have to. You can't hide from these things. You sort of have to be open about it, I suppose. And yeah, if they're going to do it, they either do it with you. And I guess away from you as well. But at least you can kind of gauge where they're at. Yeah, I think one of the tricks is, um, you know, they're in t- when they're teenagers, they're entitled to their privacy and they're entitled yeah. to their to have a to have a part of their life that we don't know about. Yeah, of um, course. But it's like, okay, so how do you... Well, what fence do you put around that and how do you sort of administer that or whatever? It's kind of challenging. It's like, um, you know, I mean, I'm... I'm Friday nights now, I'm, um, you know, instead of instead of drinking half a bottle of red and 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 some beer um I'll drink um slightly less because I've got to drive to pick them up <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean yeah so it's kind of like standby. yeah it's kind of like the the clock has has flipped so instead yeah. of doing early morning shit you're doing like the late night shit it's shift. kind of a bit later and usually just sort of when you don't want to be dry you know you don't want to sort of be doing Especially that Especially on a Friday night yeah, it's a bit tough. We have a roster, so it's your turn. Like the early morning, it's yeah. your turn, and uh, yeah. no, it's working out all right. Yeah, <laughs> a roster. Yeah, yeah, it's a difficult one because I, I'm, I'm a drinker and a drug taker. Um, mainly, it's only weed now, and I've been asked several times in the past, "What am I going to do when my kid is of that age?" Okay. And I, I guess, I will expect that he does that, but I. Yeah. Would would say to him, um, you're not doing that with me <laughs> until you're of legal age. I, I, I be safe, and you know, I guess it's all about educating and making sure they're safe. And then I think about, geez, it's much safer to do it with me. So what do you do? I mean, yeah, I, I had a, um, I had an incident. Um, must have been a couple of years ago now, where Tom would have been year nine, maybe year ten maybe 18 months ago, he found my stash of pot. <laughs> and I was expecting that, but not yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. It's like, okay, so how do Where I... Where was it hidden? Yeah, well, it was actually in like, his was lunchbox. It, was, it, was, it, was it well hidden? No, nah, it, it was just in my glove box in my car. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I was driving him somewhere, jumped out of the car um, to get something from Sev, um, and he, when I got back in the car, he was like, you're sketchy. <laughs> like, what do you mean? And he said, I found what was in the... I, look, I opened the glove box. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> I was kind of like anticipating this conversation at some point, but not quite yet. But we had to have it. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. had to have it. Because it was there in front of him. It was there in front of him. He knew exactly what it was. Um, so it was like, okay, what do I say? And what I did say was, um, Tom, you know me better than anyone. You know, I enjoy weed. Um have I ever let you down? You know, I, I have a job. I work hard. I earn money. I'm not bludging. I'm, yeah, you know, we're, yeah. We're, I'm, you'd like me. I like you. I'm a good dad. <laughs> you um, like me. I like you. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, like it. you know. I'm not a degenerate. Everything's yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah. Everything's yeah. all right. And if you want to do this, just come talk to me first and we'll, we'll negotiate that, you know? Yeah, well. Right. And he hasn't come to talk to me and we haven't negotiated it. <laughs> Do you think he is smoking or? He's told us that he's had a smoke yet at parties. Yeah, right. Yeah. And when we had the crew down at the beach, there was a bit of pot around, but um, it's not over the top. Yeah, well, better than that than a lot of other things that the same age bracket are getting into because they can't get pot. 
Yeah. I'm loving this party story. Like, what was it like? So it was just boys and girls in the same, uh, in the same bunk room, dormitory, dormitory, style thank you. room. Um, yeah, it's a big old house, so there were beds around, and uh, I don't really know what went on down there, to be honest. But we just, yeah, they had we had like swags and beds and bunks and mattresses and shit, and oh, wow. they just sorted it out for themselves. Oh, fuck. Just sounds like a great place. I know. <laughs> <laughs> just sounds so foreign as a parent for where I'm at and where you're at right yeah. now. Like every, like every aspect of my kid's life, the seven-year-old, and of course the baby, is micromanaged. It's controlled. I absolutely yeah. know yeah. everything. Yeah. Is. Like today there's a play date and it's the first play date that I'm not turning up at school to do the handover for yep. the play date. Yep. I've actually said to the mum, I won't come. Yep. I'll see you at your house. Yep. Yep. Uh, and so to, to transition from that, into ah look they're doing I don't know what's going on down there it's kind of I'm looking forward to it yeah it's fun it's fun (laughs) like um, I think you know you asked me before what was hard through the journey yeah and it's relinquishing control yeah yeah wow relinquishing control so but but it's kind of like we found that there was a sort of a build up to that where we they had to earn trust so when they were you know even grade six into seven and eight it was like you can do this but don't bugger it up like yeah. don't be late home let us know where you are keep your phone on and if that yeah. didn't happen it was like okay well you can't do that yeah. next time yeah so it's like it was just you just a of, slow building of trust no one tells you this shit you just no, have to make no. it up that's <laughs> why we're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> idea. you're telling us Chris you're telling us <laughs> when we fuck up in about 10 years time we'll be calling you up <laughs> I don't know. We just we just sort of thought, you know, openness is the best policy, and and um, and and um, some some respect and some trust, and hopefully that goes because, both ways, I guess. Because the whole point at this at this age is, you know, these things are around booze and whatever, but then when you get to year twelve and beyond, there's cars that yeah. they're yeah. driving. So yeah. it's like. If we can trust you to go to a party, have a good time, but get home safe at this age, then we can probably trust you not to get yeah, in that to build that kind car. Of like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Build that base level now. Yeah, so it's like the, the whole car thing is like paramount now. It's like just never do it. Never do it. Never get in a car with someone Always call me. Always. Yeah. Even if it's four in the morning and you're spastic, call me. Yeah, yeah the I won't. Yeah, yeah. But you can't. You can't go from zero to that. You can't go from a a, a relationship where there hasn't been mutual respect and trust. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, go. You can call me at four in the morning. Uh, I, I won't judge. Yeah. That's yeah. when kids go like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. One of my mates is like, um, he says to them, um, I know your dad tells you to call him, but if you just can't, call me. Yeah. Great. And I'll come and fix <laughs> oh, it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, that need to have more than just um, the parent in the in the life of a child. I'm I'm reading. Uh, I'm quite obsessed with them. I'm reading Steve Biddulph's um, oh, yeah. yep. The New Manhood. Yep, and talking about relationships, you know, with fathers and sons, and fathers who have their relationship with their fathers to deal with before they can be a good um, parent. Yep. Um, uh, you know, it's a fairly confronting amount of yeah. material in there. Did you have a good relationship with your father? Or are you, are you running this uh, as a pioneer? You're the first. Um, <laughs> I had a fractured relationship yep. with my father. I, I really liked him, but I he bet wasn't. You didn't a, think you were going to get into this conversation? <laughs> no, no, I'm okay with it. He, he just he wasn't around much. I would yeah. have liked to have been around more, but he wasn't around. So, um, and I come from a, a very small sort of dysfunctional sort of family in a way, whereas my wife comes from a, a very big sort of 
happier family. So right. she, she wanted to have four kids. Wow. Um, but when I... That is madness. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, no. Two, that is just absolutely had, yeah, insane. Yeah. Well, Insanity. I, when I had one, it was like amazing. Cause, yeah. you know, it was the family I never had kind of vibe. But And then we had two two boys and she was pushing for more because she wanted a girl. But it's like you can't have, you know, like... We might end up with three boys, and anyway, no two, one wants that. Two, <laughs> yeah, two is kind of family of four. Two kids has had a real symmetry about it for me, so yeah, I, yeah. I sort of, I won that that particular battle. Oh, yeah, wow. that's a lot for though, isn't it? I mean, I can understand wanting it. My, I'm from a family of four. Great, you know, you feel like you're part of a tribe, but at the other end of that, the parenting of oh the tribe, nah. I was looking at yep. the girls playing on the lawn the other day, four and two, and they're just having the best time playing with each other, just like pushing each other on the swing, laughing. Silo uh, kept chasing the youngest one, kept chasing the older one around, trying to pull down her knickers and wipe her bottom. It was funny. <laughs> it was like I was laughing. Tears <laughs> yeah. were coming out of my eyes. It was the best. And I thought, fuck, if I could have another kid when Penny is six, Silo is four, and I can get another kid in at two so <laughs> yeah. I don't have to do anything before two the yeah. kid just arrives at two yeah. yep. I'd probably do it yep. it was like another girl I, was like, I love the girls like, of number two I don't want anything before that yeah. it's like yeah you got to build up to it you know you got to build that up fuck that love <laughs> get him in at two I'll learn to love him we got Dusty you know at four that, our dog he's great <laughs> you know that's not possible right <laughs> I was just about to say you know there's plenty of agencies that can help yeah. you out <laughs> some of them legal some of them yeah. not yeah uh, it's a trip that's for sure it's a yeah, trip man. it's a trip how do you, sorry, I'm going to pep you with questions like it's an interview, but how do you uh, deal with like, a friend of mine was on the phone to her niece or cousin, whatever, the other, the other day for like four hours talking about uh, the, the concept of sexting and like boys wanting her oh, to yeah. send her like nudes. Mm. Uh, and she's like, do I do it? Like the boy likes me. How do I know he likes me? Wow. You know, like that's like, a, it was such an intense conversation that she had. And how do you deal with that? Like from like the like, have you had to deal with that kind of situation yet? Sexting, not specifically. Have you had a conversation? Do you talk? Yeah. Uh, about all of yep. that so, area of like, yep. man, this level yep. of technology was just non-existent. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd have to like get a girl to like fax me, <laughs> like her, her her boobs. I don't even have a fax. I'd have to go to the library and <laughs> just waiting for my fax. It's all right, everybody. With it's like half hand. a like boob on it, kind of thing. It's all covered up. It's not even a boob. She lied to me. <laughs> The whole social media thing is, wow, it's obviously pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, look, you know what? I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Um, Tom, the older boy, has a Facebook that he doesn't use too much. I heard um, kids aren't using Facebook as much. I've heard like no. Snapchat now. Kits all over Insta because he skates yeah. um, and that's really positive. It's just, you know, clips and stuff. Yeah. Snapchat's massive with both of them. Obviously, I never, we hardly ever see what's yeah. on there. But, you know, we know they're friends. They're not dicks. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the, we know the girls too. And, that, you know, we just try and teach them to just respect their friends and, yeah, that's you what know, it's respect about, yourself. And I don't know. I, I, I'd, I, I don't know. Chris, I got yeah. you here to get some answers. Right? <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear. I don't know. I can get I don't know at home. I can give myself and I don't know. But how do you control that, you know? Yeah, how do you yeah, control yeah. it? It's like we've, we sort of have a rule now where they can't have their devices in their rooms at night. Uh, and that uh, sort yeah. of like works some of the time. Some, But, you know, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's kind of like 
you, you, you try and control some things and some things you just sort of leave. Well, it's I like guess. what you said before about drinking and driving. It's a pre- oh, I actually think it's in, in a similar line of stuff when it comes to uh, sexual uh, maturity and respect. Is If you've got a basis there of talking, 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 talking yeah. about everything and anything... And, and you've got respect for each other, then you'd hope that that flows over into yeah, how they treat each other sexually. Yeah, just building that level of a decent human being. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the aim. Um, that's what we're going for. Hopefully it works. Seems to be going all right at the moment. <laughs> good luck, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a greater pressure on us, uh, you and I, Chris, uh, than there is on Wade because we're raising boys. Yes. Um, and boys raised poorly become shit men. Yes. And you can see it everywhere at the moment that society's really suffering from shit men. Yes. Um, and I put the, I, I put the pressure and, and the, the urgency on parents. Yes. Uh, uh, specifically on fathers. There's a huge role that mothers play in the raising of boys as well, but um, obviously I'm reading this book at the moment, so I'm really quite on the line, but I have been ever since yeah, that's you've right. me. Uh, putting that into your kids, and you're just about the point where you're going to have to step away. I yeah. mean, you never step away. My father and I have still got a very tight relationship. Great man, Peter Breen. Great man, PB, the personal best. Uh, <laughs> listening now. <laughs> you know, I, I feel a pressure of that to not raise... Idiots. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Yeah. And you know what? What seemed to cut through for particularly Tommy, I mean, the younger the younger brother. So what's the younger brother's name, if you don't mind Kit. saying? Kit. Kit. Kit, yeah. Kit. He, he, I mean. Is Kit short for anything? No, just Kit. We thought He's he was going to be. Rider. We, th- we oh, thought he was going to be a girl. Show. We <laughs> were going to call her Kitty. Right. Yeah, right. But then we didn't get the gender thing and he came out a boy, so it's like, oh. Kit. Well, there's only two names. <laughs> Kit, it's Kitty. 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 Yeah, like, what? Anyway. Yeah. So he, 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 he just sort of soaks up, I guess, what's happening with, with Tom in a way. I mean, he's, yeah. he's obviously an individual, but he sort of... And, and there was one thing that cut through with Tom a couple of years ago um, along those lines, which, was, um, which, which he heard, which was be a good bloke, not a shit bloke. Yeah, great. And he understood that. Because yeah. it was in his language. Yes. And he still we still quote that at him. And um it's kind of vague, but hopefully it's yeah, it's like, you know, respect women. Like yeah. look at your mum, she's incredible. Look yeah. at your girl mates, they're amazing. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. respect them. Yeah. It's hard though. Yeah, oh, you know, because they're entitled to their own lives as they get older and you, you don't know everything that goes on and No. Yeah, and you don't uh, want to know either. Well, like, I guess you do kind of curiously want to know, but you've got to let them have that, their own life, their own, their own space. I know, I know, I know, it's kind of... I threw that out almost like a question. Yeah. <laughs> I know, you know what, when they were, when they were a bit younger, um, when they got their own bedrooms, um, everything changed. Yeah. It was right. like a line yeah. in the sand. Right. You know, your own room, your own space. Tom's room now has, um, we've just moved... And um, he was like, I want to put fake grass down as carpet. I fucking love it. Yes, in his I room. love it. Well and, done, Tom. And we're like, sure. It's your room. Yeah. <laughs> you can source it, price it, we'll go buy it, and uh, you can help us put it down. And yeah, he did, wow. and, and I thought it was going to look rubbish, but it looks really great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just, so good. We just had a conversation about fake turf before you came here. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah we're on board. great stuff. Yeah. Uh, do they get on well, the brothers? Yeah, uh, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, they do. They... 
really love each other, but they don't always like each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> yeah. The main battleground seems to be um, clothes. So picking each other's clothes out of the dirty washing basket, stealing a pair of, you know, soccer shorts or whatever. Yeah. Um, stealing the cool T-shirt. Um, you know, arguing over household jobs. Yeah. Whose yeah. turn is it to pick up the dog poo? Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, they're generally all right. How long do they share a room for? Um... Okay, probably so five, five, six years. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. yeah, 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 sweet. yeah, yeah. And yeah. do you have a a horror story uh, as a parent? A moment when maybe you, there was a uh, lapse of focus and something potentially horrible happened to your child, or just a horrific moment in time that you would like to share with us um, in the shed? Okay. <laughs> Um, well, they both involve the younger boy. Yeah, great. Um, kids, kids, kids a problem. Yeah, well, tell a, it. Yeah, the bad he's, egg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's too up, late now. <laughs> he's up and at him. That's for sure. Um, so when he was little, I reckon he would have been three or four. He, um, or perhaps even younger, he was right into his Superman outfit. Oh. And um, he had the full cape and everything. I love it already. And you could stop right here, and I think that's the best story I've ever heard. <laughs> we were living in one of those houses um, on a sloping block where the back of the house just drops away. Yeah, oh, real, yeah. Like was quite a long way down, and there were stairs down and stuff. But he climbed up on the stair rail as Superman and and, and leaped off, th- thinking that he could fly. That's <laughs> <And> excellent. <laughs> Not the smartest one. Get <laughs> money on Tom. <laughs> And kaboom, straight onto the ground. I wasn't there, but his mum saw it all, and she thought she thought he'd died because he was he was motionless. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but he, How old was he again? Uh, just thinking back to the photos, maybe look toddler, toddler, okay, right. sort of slightly older toddler, yeah, maybe right. three yeah, and three a bit. Yeah, peak and idiot. Splat. Yeah. <laughs> Splat. Got up. And everything was all right. Another story involving him was more was more was more recently, um, where he did breach our trust, and we had to have a chat to him. But he learned his lesson. So he had his mate over to stay the night. His skater mate, and they were another um, bad egg. And they and they were staying with us. And um, we went to bed. And then uh, about one in the morning, they we didn't know. Obviously, they the two of them. Snuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Classic behaviour. And they got on their bikes. He's all right, this kid. I love it. <laughs> they got on their bikes, no skateboards or nothing, got on their bikes and just and just rode around. Yeah. yeah. John, his mate, rides at high speed into a parked car down in um, McKinnon <laughs> and fucks himself up. <laughs> right? I love teenagers. <laughs> Fuck, they're stupid. He was... <laughs> What a fun thing to do, sneak out of your parents' house and just go for a bike ride. I used to do it all the time. Not to do anything mischievous, just a, a cheeky little bike ride. Yeah. Very the, good. The, 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 um, the other point about the story is that John um, is a Brazilian kid who'd been in Melbourne for a, a few years and he was basically Kit's bestie at the time, but their family, who we'd got to know, were moving from Melbourne to the United States the next day. <laughs> the, the next day. So he's ridden into this parked car at high speed. He's gone. He's, he's, he's smacked into it. He's totaled his bike. He's unconscious. Oh. 
but then he sort of comes to a bit. Kit, oh, we can laugh again. <laughs> Kit is freaking out and really terrified. It's the middle of the night. Yeah. There's no one around. His mate's semi-conscious on the road with blood all over him. He ended up breaking ribs oh. and lost four teeth and busted his nose. Oh, <laughs> Jeez, he did it well. Anyway, so... John, you legend. John, Johnny Zara. Good little skateboarder. But anyway, not a, not horrible a great bike rider. rider. <laughs> anyway, so Kit um, rings Tom, his older brother. He d- didn't, didn't ring us. Yeah. Um, Smart move, Kit. Tom are in then, trouble. Tom then comes into our room. By then, it's like half past two in the morning. Yeah. And wakes us up and s- tells us what's happened. And we're just freaking out because we're supposed to be looking after Johnny. He's really, really hurt. There's an ambulance called. You know, shit got real yeah and we were just freaking out so um um kit's mum and tom actually ended up driving down to the scene of the crime <laughs> by which time um some i think they were ses blokes or or waterboard blokes or something in a van had come yeah. and helped them out right yeah and um patched him up and and um and and you know we had to call his parents oh. Oh. At three in the morning, you whatever made it was. Kit do that phone call. Penny ended. My wife ended up going around there. She was just. She was. I mean, she felt so betrayed because the boys had snuck out and yeah. something had gone wrong. Yeah. And. Um, but you can't, what are you going to do? Like lock them in? I don't know. Then they're down the Alfred, and his parents are. You know, their house is empty. They're relocating forever to Seattle the next day. Well, that's the benefit then, isn't it? <laughs> you don't have to deal with that guilt every day at school drop-off. Well, we, yeah, we ended up the next day going to see them. I think it was the next day. It might have been a few days later. Going to see them and just really apologising. And Kit was just sheepish. And Johnny was like, with no teeth. And <laughs> <laughs> scars all over him and not walking properly. And, Welcome oh, to America. And, yeah. But then actually what happened was it all it all ended up okay. They accepted our apologies and understood that these things happen. And, yeah. Yeah. Um a few days later there was a there was a waterboard or whatever truck in our neighborhood. And um Penny went, I reckon it's probably the same guys or at least they'll know them. And she went out, it wasn't the same guys, but they knew the guys because the guys had given their names. Yeah. She ends up finding the guys. And buying them a slab or a couple of six packs ah, or something. Excellent. That's nice. And they say thanks for helping the boys, you know, when, yeah. when they were in trouble. So it was kind of like that was that was a bad one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I was go- I was about to say great um, from my perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Very entertaining. Well, yeah. I was going to say after our chat, you'd fill me with a bit of hope for the future. <laughs> <laughs> that story, when it's fucked, he's never allowed out. <laughs> Well, it's been an absolute pleasure, Chris. Thank you for thank coming you. on. Yeah, thank Thanks. you so much for coming on. Thanks this for having me. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, 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 really good. Some great stories. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like the war stories. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The perspective of, of an older dad. <laughs> it's, it's good to meet some, um, I guess, younger dads too with younger kids. And, yeah. And, um, you yeah. know, just have a chat about it. It's good yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, yeah. mate. No yeah. worries. Thanks, buddy. No worries. Dads.